This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, a very giggly oh, Kristen Stuttered. It's a night pod, guys. It's a night pod, so you know Kristen's going to be laughing up a storm. We're going to be drinking wine. It's going to get wild <laughs> and crazy. one piece of pizza, and I have a very early call time. <laughs> Let's do it. We are continuing what, you know, I didn't really brand this last time we talked about oh, it. Oh yeah, but, you're uh, going to have to find a new theme song. Hashtag ceremony season. We're ceremony. I've received several texts with this hashtag in it (laughs) from me. Let's be clear. Let's not make it sound like anyone else is texting you. Uh, We are gearing up for our actual physical attendance of an induction ceremony. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we got to plan that trip. BTW. That's yeah. Tickets are uh, pre-sale. Tickets are on soon. I'm going to jump on those. Okay. Uh, But. I want to give you the context of induction ceremonies past. Great, Joe. So we're watching. We've already watched the 2011. Uh, of course, we're watching 2012 uh, this time. And we have a guest with us. So excited to have her. One of my favorites. A lot of our guests, I say comedian and writer, but I'm like kind of lying. Because <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? The <laughs> thing is. you write jokes if you're a comedian? Right. But, but Amy know? is a legit published writer. Yeah. A- In addition to being a really great stand-up comedian, I'm, of course, talking about. Not just any Amy, Amy Silverberg. <laughs> Amy. Wow, thank you for having me. I feel cozy under a blanket. Yeah. We are at my home. That's the next few episodes are probably going to be recorded in people's homes. Kristen and Amy both have blankets over their laps. It's very cozy. It's I'm th- never going to leave. I might sleep here. Uh-huh. Can you feel the hygge? <laughs> That's hygge. Hygge. Oh, That's I thought it was pronounced hygge. Yeah. No, it's Higge? spelled hygge, H-Y-G-G-E, but uh-huh. it is pronounced hygge. I've already learned so much. Yeah. Is this an Ikea thing? No, it's a scan- <laughs> it is a Scandinavian thing. It sounds thing. like an I- yeah, Ikea thing. Yeah, it's the Scandinavian concept of uh, coziness because it's so dark <laughs> and um, cold. It's so dark and cold there for many months of the mm-hmm. year, and yet they still are so happy, and it's because of the concept of hygge. Which involves a lot of candles, okay, and warmth. Sweater like you're wearing, big family, chunky sweater, uh, exactly. <laughs> Bulky sweater. That didn't sound like a compliment. Buttery sweater. No, it's no, a beautiful it's sweater. A beautiful it's sweater. It's big and Hugga. chunky. No, a chunky no. knit. Wow, Joe, get okay. with yeah, it. Yeah, come I don't on, know. you know what I'm I don't saying. Know I do. I you guys get, get each other. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We're very cozy. We're wearing matching blankets and we're sitting on couches across from and each other. And we're staring at Joe nude. Just kidding. Yeah. I wish. I am. Uh, that would not make me feel very hygge. That would unsettle you. Yeah. Um, let's be clear. I'm not nude. I do have a piece over my genitals. Otherwise, I am a nude. A piece of pizza. It's a piece of pizza. It's a rustica 
from Pizza Buona, mm-hmm. and I attached it there, and it stuck perfectly. I didn't have to use any adhesives. Joe? It's, yes. Let's move She's on. She's side okay. down. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to continue describing my nope. nude body. <laughs> I I vote pass. So, like, all right. I, you know what? I'd actually rather talk about the rock hall. <laughs> oh, my God. We found something you're less interested in, and it's my... Uh, my naked body. It's because I'm your dumb wife You're acting my, like a yeah. stupid baby. That is a, a reference to a review that we confusingly got where it said, it, said, yeah. it says wife acts like stupid baby. <laughs> and we were like, wife? <laughs> what? And also, I don't act like a stupid baby. <laughs> we Ooh, feel like Gaga. maybe, yeah, they meant to. I, I think that's a compliment. Now, you would like to be uh, compared. Referred to as a stupid baby. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Amy, we are going to watch a... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, I want to get, th- I want to take your temperature here. What do you know about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if anything at all? What I'm not you- going to lie. I know nothing. I have almost zero interest. I'm <laughs> <laughs> happy to be here. This is yes. why we get each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that is why you guys are really. Uh, um, I'm a big Howard Stern fan. Okay. Uh, which, you know. Is we, strange. We had, yeah, we had mentioned we. Amy brought that up to me as one of the few things she knew. And I know that he I, he talked a lot on the radio about inducting Bon Jovi. So right, I knew. Last yeah, year. I have something. You have that. You've heard it. him talk yeah. about it. So and it's he not often like talks about who's in the Hall of Fame, who's not. How a lot of people are in it, not in it, who seem like they deserve it, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Sure. Howard Stern cares about the Rock Hall. It's <laughs> crazy, but kind of. I mean, he, but he kind of no, blasted it. No, he's their it. fucking target demographic. The yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Old white a dude. A middle-aged yeah. white dude is like, who is like from New Jersey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you that care is... about the Rock Hall of Fame? So much. The The dynamic here is I care a lot and I'm like kind of like obsessed with it and I know everything about it and I have for a very long time. And Kristen is ambivalent. Yes. That's, I've gotten to ambivalence from distaste. <laughs> She's ambivalence. made her way. But it's, you know, and honestly, occasionally I do dip into care mm-hmm. against my better judgment. It's th- Those are real moments yes. for us. There's something compelling about um, who gets to award who for what. I it's think so, kind yeah. Of, I mean, if you're going to spend 50 hours of your life talking about it, you're going to find a reason to, to be interested. To, be to interested Stockholm in Syndrome your yeah, way into caring about it. it has happened to it. me. Although this year, um, Janet Jackson is getting inducted. Do we know if she's going to be? Is there any Rock Hall news? No. Oh, real, now I care. No yeah. real developments uh, in terms of the ceremony. So we right now, Amy, we are in between the announcement of the inductees and the actual ceremony, which we're going to be attending in late March. Uh, and so the artists who are being inducted, we've got aforementioned Janet Jackson. We've got. I'm uh, putting a. You're doing a, a pizza. Doing a a pizza okay. tasted good. Mwah. Okay, so that's actually an okay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, mm, the pizza tasted so good. Uh, Janet Jackson, Def Leppard, Roxy Music, Radiohead, the Stevie Cure. Nicks, Stevie Nicks, The I Cure, love Stevie Nicks. and the Zombies. I'm excited in that group for Stevie Nicks and Janet Jackson. I know Radiohead. A lot of people like them. They're not coming. They that's one of the few details we have could change. But Tom York has said he's not going to come. Do we have any as, more as kind of like a th- fuck you to the hall or just like a it can't seems make more it. like he doesn't get it. And he like kind of feels weird about it. OK, yeah. not, it's not aggressive, but it feels like he's, he's British and he's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those are two things. He's like, no, like, thank you. That's yeah. yeah. You've heard him yeah. talk before. Yeah. Clearly, he's like, he's like, I'm waiting. I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting. I don't know if I want to go to the hall. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the corridor, though. I, I prefer it. 
thank you no, very thank much. thank you, but thanks for asking. <laughs> thank you for asking me, though. <laughs> yeah, um, that's all we have. I mean, we don't know if... Is there any more news? Is there any news that I haven't been really looking at the, Twitter? Uh, at oh. Twitter? The happen? only other thing, which is just kind of... I mean, besides pre-sale goes, is Thursday. I'm going to try to nab some tickets. Member pre-sale. How much are, you are they, member? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a few different tiers. Oh, you do know, but the prices are up. Yeah, it's there's a there? few different tiers. Uh, so the highest tier is for fears is for <laughs> is five hundred and six dollars. Holy cannoli. Ooh. Those are like good seats. Okay. And then it goes to two fifty six. OK. And it goes to one thirty one. Should oh, we okay. start a Patreon to see if we could get, <laughs> get to the, the mid tier of if we got to the best, if our listeners got us got to us the best seats. tier, that would be really Can insane. your listeners get you to a table with Janet? Jackson no. and some of the <laughs> other Jacksons. No, uh, no. I, I do just not throwing think it out so. there. Okay. Unless anybody who personally knows Janet Jackson is listening to this. Janet, if you're listening, hook it up. Girl, <laughs> we got one vote for you. So. Uh, to to get a seat at any table on the floor is $10,000. Ah, okay, never mind, yeah. never mind. Let's see so, if our subscribers can get us there. <laughs> 131 and then 86 and then 56. Oh, okay. so it goes down pretty reasonable. Two reasonable prices. But it's so far away on the reasonable. Where is it? At the Barclay Center in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. other side of the country, folks. Mm-hmm. Those of you yeah. who know geography. Us coastal elites are the only two places we go. L.A., New York, Brooklyn. baby, in Brooklyn, baby. <laughs> um, I don't. Should I go? Should I just try to do fifty six, or should I do eighty six? No, go even more. We're gonna let's see. Oh, they go on Thursday, so this comes out after they've already gone. Yeah, on we will have already not been able to get tickets because of uh, <laughs> because it, of some <laughs> crazy fan the, thing. Yeah, the the ticket sales on for the Rock Hall are always a mess, and and people get shut out quickly. At any rate, I feel like I we go for the lower ones. Hoping that we can maybe... That we can trade up. Yeah, that we can get press passes. Uh, if you're listening and you know any details on press passes and can help us out, we would love to go and represent a publication your, of sorts. Your media outlet. I'm talking to some already. I can't disclose information, but I'm trying Whoa. to work trying to work my angles. Wow. Uh, but then also if like, I don't know, if, again, like Listen, on... if uh, rock legends... <laughs> future, future rock we legends. We can represent future rock legends. <laughs> Uh, we'll write an article for your site. The uh, It's also been on the record for this podcast that Patrick Fabian will get us tickets. Yes. if De- And Def Leppard is getting yeah. inducted. Have you been in touch with him? I have not. Be- uh, we'll see if we can get tickets and then also we can upgrade. We can then give our tickets away. Are There's- you a oh, Def great. Leppard fan? Not particularly. Oh, Patrick our, Fabian. Our friend Patrick Fabian. Oh, okay. Um, was our guest, and he loves Def Leppard. Oh. And he said if he's been to induction ceremonies before, when his favorite bands. Oh, yeah. What band was being inducted that he really cared I about? Think he was a Pearl Jam fan. It, no, it was. Um, oh, it was at the last. It was not. No, it was 2017. Yeah. He went to the the one with Pearl Jam, Journey, Electric Light Orchestra. Um, yes. He liked, I think. Yes. Yeah. He I liked Yes a lot. Yes. But it seemed like he liked a lot of those bands. Okay. Um, at any rate, so Amy, you can come with us if I can get more than a few. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, I, p- Amy, I picked you to do this episode because usually we have people come in and advocate for a band that's not in, mm-hmm. and you know they really have to nerd out on music. I don't see you as someone who would want to do that. 
I listed for you all the every all the music I like. <laughs> Amy could within a minute tell me all the music that she liked. <laughs> Joni Mitchell, Jaw Rule, Fat Joe, the Jays, Jewel. <laughs> this is all the Jays Beatles so far, except for the Beatles. That's the outlier. The Dixie Chicks. Okay. There you go. Right. Um, but I want. But I think you. I just. I love hanging out with you. I love hanging out with you. It, you're a fun hang, and you're very funny. And I uh, thought this wow. would be good. We could watch something, you would and give then me three hours of your time. Yeah, right. You would. <laughs> oh, you'd be okay with. I talking give Joe to me. my time, you know, over <laughs> fries. Yeah, for it's true. Less than this, for sure. Um, so we're going to watch the 2012 induction ceremony. Before we do, I'm going to let you guys see the ballot. Oh, amazing. Ooh. And then you can guess who you think is going to be inducted. Should we get cozy on the then couch we'll together? Well, I, I can, I'm can. i going to read it, and then I'll, I'll hand you the piece oh, okay. of paper. And you, you can go sit next to Amy if I you will. want. I will. Yeah, All right. and then we can get cozy and so, talk about and it. And hugga? I'm still thinking about the dumb baby thing because that's a credit I'd use <laughs> <laughs> for years to come. America's dumb baby, Amy Silverberg. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm here. my husband's dumb baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a stupid baby. Oh, sorry. Stupid. <laughs> well, you can be the stupid one, yeah, and then, Amy, I, you can be the dumb oh, one. Oh, maybe we should do a tour. Yeah. Woo. Two there dumb, stupid babies. I have a, a stupid baby and a dumb being baby. a sexy baby, too. So oh. it's like, what wow. even? Ooh, all. What goo is goo my life? Gaga. All right, guys. Here is the ballot. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Beastie Boys. <gasps> Ooh, oh love. I hope it, this is the year that they get in. They were on the ballot last on, year. Yeah, on 2011. Yeah. It's just because I know I'm going to have to watch this concert. Uh-huh. So I'm right. Yeah, when yeah. you say listen to me, are you who are you telling? I'm saying you're, you're saying it to yourself because almost. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. You the can't hall. believe you're. You I cannot believe. Oh, I, I just it, said I the it, words. I, I am excited. I was wondering I if anybody of the vo- any of the voters are listening to us here and that we can tell them. Oh, well, this is oh, this is already happening. This oh, is for okay. the, the, the 2012 ballot. So essentially you're going to find out who got inducted when I press play. Oh, got it. Got it. So the Beastie Boys. I get the whole setup. The Cure. Donovan. I can tell you the cure do not get in because they're getting inducted this year. Uh, Donovan. I don't remember if he got in. Donna Summer. I don't think she's in. Eric B. and Rakim. Never heard of it. Oh, are they? They are not in, I don't think. Freddie King. Also never heard of him. Is that embarrassing? Is he BB King? Is that his real name? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Freddie King is like, he's like one of the, like a guitar legend. Okay. So BB King. (laughs) I'm kidding. I mean, there's Albert King, BB King, and Freddie King are all similarly uh bluesy uh black guitar legends. if he's a guitar legend that sounds cool i'd be excited to see him too guns and roses heard of them oh wait they get in did they get in right now do they have a crazy performance am i misremembering this <laughs> we'll find out heart they are in for sure but i don't know if they got in this year joan jett and the black hearts they are also in and i don't know if this is the year this La- would be cool i this just could excited be to year. be familiar with someone you've named <laughs> <laughs> laura nero she's also in but i don't know this could be a lot of women if all these female bands get in Ooh. if this is the year that heart joan jett and laura nero got in then like we'd be having a very female friendly year ever heard of it female yeah the red hot chili peppers oh Oh, that i named that band as a band i love to joe i went to see them at the hollywood bowl do they get it they're in i'm pretty sure they're in there's no way they're not in because of how the things work Mm -hmm. fleas a sex symbol did they get in on their first year this is not their first year this is not their first this is their second time on the ballot oh (sighs) who is voting against the red hot chili peppers are you insane (laughs) oh my gosh wow that's a bold statement (laughs) the faces they also get in. Unfamiliar. 
Um, that's like Rod Stewart. Oh, I know him. Yes. It's like they sang Ooh La La from the Rushmore soundtrack. A okay, lot of my okay. um, stuff comes from, <laughs> from movie soundtracks. soundtracks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot from the like Pulp Fiction soundtrack, the um, uh, Empire Records. The, uh, and the, um, oh my God. Hocus Pocus. No, shut <laughs> That is one you've brought up before. But that's not the soundtrack. That's like features heavily in the movie. No, the, um, oh my God. Yeah, you bring up soundtracks a lot. Yes. But what is that? I'm I'm angry right now. Can you like describe anything about it so that I can help you? Yes. Penny Lane is the girl's name. Oh, Almost Famous. Almost Famous. Ah. Um, That Almost Famous soundtrack. I became familiar with a lot of people because of that. And then The Faces. Ooh La La is on the Rushmore soundtrack and it's very good. Rufus with Shaka Khan. Still not in. So I know that they don't get in. The Spinners. Also, oh. still not in. I have chosen them in my incredible uh, thing. You look at because, you, you're so knowledgeable. Because a lot of years in a row, it'll be the same people on the ballot. On the ballot, they don't get they in, and then go. they get nominated okay, again. But I did Got know it. that the spinners and are And then not the last in. group is War. I don't think they're in either. And if you guys want to take a look. I'm sure you've covered this, but who are the people voting again? The people who vote, once they get the ballot, it's like about a thousand uh, people who are music industry folks, whether they're executives or musicians themselves. Everyone who gets inducted gets a vote. I believe Gary Delbate gets a vote. I, that wouldn't shock me. Who's that? Producer He's on the Baba Howard Bowie Stern show. From Howard Stern. Baba <laughs> Bowie. I'm sorry, this is the last time I'll bring up Howard Stern. <laughs> no, it doesn't Hit him with the high and Baba Bowie. You should uh you know love what go I with love. your strengths. Love what you love. I'm chill with that. I have now such my... few so few interests, just Howard Stern and <laughs> books. <laughs> and <laughs> um wait, Joe, yes. how many people get in, how many acts get in this year? Uh I believe it's six. Six. Okay. So, based on what I know, I think that Guns N' Roses gets in this year. I think they were like FYE. That's why I say that. Uh-huh. FYE means first year eligible. Or, like, were, yeah. is this their first year eligible? That was their first year is eligible. This is their first year nominated. Yes. I think they get in FYE. I think I remember that, but I could also, you know, who cares? Literally, who cares? Um, <laughs> uh, so, they definitely, I, I think, I think them... <laughs> I think this is probably the year the Beastie Boys get in then uh, because I don't think Eric B. and Rakim are in. And if they were going to induct a rap act, it would be the white one. Uh, <laughs> that's sad, but, you know, that's what we know about the whole. Uh, that they tend to go They, they like, a, white they like the whites. Yeah. Now, who do you – let's say Red Hot Chili Peppers because you were, you were pretty – You know, fam- I mean, they're the band that I'm familiar with the most songs. Okay, let's put them <laughs> – let's put them in our picks. Or Thank you. you have separate picks. No, I, I want to pick with you. So I that's think, three. Do we, I think do we Laura Nero is going to be another one. And then I'm between Joan Jett and Hart. Let's go Joan – I would like to see Joan Jett in. Yeah, but the thing is, who would – oh, my God. Who would – the question is, like, who would the voters want to put in first? Uh, based And Heart is an older band and uh, a more respected band than Joan Jett. I guess I was just Hearts, picking my picks. In my opinion. Right, yeah. You got to so think like an old see, white man. Her heart Oof, says Joan yikes. Jett. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> her heart says Joan Jett, but uh, I, I think Heart. All right. So we'll, All right, we'll I'll you, go with she that. thinks Joan Jett and I think Heart. So that's I think Joan Jett for myself, but you're making me think these old white dudes are going to say – yeah. I, that's that's a band what that I, I am sorry I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what I think could be. Okay. Oh wait, oh but Freddie King could have also gotten in. We also didn't look at Donovan, but I don't know. I bet if one oh, of those, I think Donovan I bet, might be a pick. I bet if any of these are not, if any of these picks that I said 
like got replaced, it would maybe be with Freddie King. Okay. Or Donovan. Those are cool. what I think Great. are up in the air. Those are some solid picks. Hey, look at my informed choices. He's truly very informed. I say, y'all, let's yep. watch the ceremony and then we'll check back in halfway through. See you in a few glasses of wine, friends. Oh. I, I, we're back, everybody. Holy shit. We're back. Uh, we watched half of the 2012 ceremony. <laughs> At the end of the half, I said, is it over? <laughs> <laughs> Amy did. Uh, Amy got a little bored towards the end. Oh, I, pl- I played bowling on my phone. I got four <laughs> strikes in a row. Uh, wow. Incredible. Now, was that because just in general you were getting bored or like Beastie Boys isn't your thing? No, I was enjoying myself. Sometimes, yeah, I like to play a little game while I She's enjoy myself. Sure. Just some like, <laughs> I, I kind of get that. Just like kind of business yeah, to do. Yeah, mind, mindless. I was enjoying the music. You know, I've never watched a, uh, an induction ceremony. An induction ceremony. Yeah, you're like most people. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. So we found out who's inducted yeah. at the top. It is the Beastie Boys. Kristen's got some good instincts. Donovan. Yeah, you kind of yes. nailed it. Beastie Boys, Donovan, Freddie King in a special category, although how would you ever know that? Guns N' Roses, Laura Nero, Red Hot Chili Peppers, whoop, whoop. The Faces, and that's... Oh my gosh, the, I am not looking forward as much to the second, second half. half of this So, let's, let's talk about the, the first half. Uh, I'm a new fan now of Laura Nero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's oh, let's gonna go, go through order. chronologically. Oh, sorry. I don't was just jump throwing out, out of a thought. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Respect the order. Um, so oh, have we all had some wine. We have had some wine. We're feeling uh, fun, flirty. I have flirty tears, and that is a real. That's, yeah, that's I looked, the truth. I looked over Kristen, and she. I thought you were about to ball, and I'm I not did. gonna lie. I, I got excited. I didn't I was, let it all out. Yeah, but real I emotions. Did, I did yeah. shed on tears on this podcast. So we start. It started off. This is the first uh, induction on HBO. We should mention. So it ever. Seemed, okay. So this yes. is This is when they made the. This switch. is when they made the switch, and it's been on HBO ever since. And it feels like they're trying to jam it with star power and like really create you know especially compared to the fuse ceremony we watched uh, from 2011. <laughs> this is a much I, I would say better produced production with a lot more frills. What channel is Fuse? Uh, I don't even think Fuse I don't is know a if it exists okay. anymore. It was a music channel. Sounds like Spike, I think. but... Yeah, yeah it's Spike, similar. It's know. in the yeah, Spike family. Yeah, it was family. like Spike Music. I was su- very surprised it was on HBO. I thought it was going to be on some sort of public access. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, they do sell the tapes on public That's access. That's true. So we start off with a Green Day performance. For why? Out of nowhere. I have my theories, but I, I which is that I think they just wanted... Well, first off, it's in Cleveland. So we that's fun. Oh, so Cleveland favorites Green no, Day? I, I mean, don't I don't know. <laughs> I think they just wanted to create a big, a, like I said, because it was HBO. They want to make a, like a huge. Has it always event. been in Cleveland? No, no it, it like goes it back. It alternates and forth. every year. Oh, and what? Uh, what it's what about be in, Cleveland screams rock and roll? It's where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame museum, museum is. is. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so there's a there's this. a connection there. Which seems like and it's also from what I've heard is rocks. If you'll remember the Drew Carey theme song. Yes. Uh, here's what I want to say about the Green Day opening. Uh, <laughs> I felt I was shocked by how much I just enjoyed seeing Green Day mm-hmm. play rock and roll music. It took Kristen, you back. You seem to be um, in pleasure when while it watching started. Them. You, like, I was and if like, I may, this... you were in pleasure mode. 
<laughs> Ever that's, heard of sicko mode? Yeah, this that's is pleasure the, mode. That's pleasure mode. The no, beat you seem to really be enjoying yourself. I was loving it because I forgot. I have not thought about Green Day, I mean, in a very long time. And one of the very first albums I ever owned was Dookie. I, uh, mm. and is that the one that's their first one? It's the big one. It's With got that long view one, on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dookie has all like the big, uh, early has, hits. What's that one that's like, hits. basket you know case. Yeah. Do you have the time to listen to me whine yes. about nothing and everything? Yeah. But also, um, uh, I hope you had the time. No, 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 that's, no, no that's later. That's off of oh, Nimrod. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> that's, uh, that's later. Yeah. Listen, that's, all I remember is they played that song at a lot of bar mitzvahs I went to, so not to age oh, myself. But I mean, if you, hey, if you think I'm my get, elementary school graduation wasn't uh, themed to uh, good riddance. Yes, good riddance. Yes, wow, yes, guys, yeah. uh, not to age <laughs> myself, but uh, <laughs> if you thought that time of your life lost for prom theme to from this moment on for me, <laughs> then you'd be correct. Yeah. Uh, and everyone was mad in my friend group. Oh, but okay. I really enjoyed seeing Billy Joel on Armstrong up on stage, just rocking, looking at Trey Cool. It, it really, I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. I do not think that it needed to happen, but I'm glad that it did. And, and then th- at then they end it. They say "motherfucker" several times. Several times. And he I was like, throws Whoa, his guitar we are in the air. On HBO. Yeah. He said, "This is a celebration, motherfuckers." I wrote yeah. that down. <laughs> this was 2012. Yeah. Um. And t- we talk about playing the game before. Like they are. Oh, they yeah. weren't eligible at this point, but it's like. They are gunning they're for FYE. They're letting know that they're that they'll show up. They'll show. They will. Yeah. They'll, they'll show, show up. up even, they'll play. Yeah. They'll show up even if they're not nominated. Which it's just weird. And then they were playing a song that wasn't like. Uh, it wasn't like Hail Hail Rock and Roll. Or it wasn't like I Love Rock and Roll. It yeah, wasn't just it like was a general. Just it was one, one of, of their, their songs. Songs. From song American I've never heard Idiot, of. Which I was never heard familiar. of. No, I had to look it up. It's called Letter Bomb. All right. All right. It was, I mean, the producers decided to start off that way. Next up, we got your boy, Jan Wenner. Yes, introducing the night and uh, setting up a package, which feels like it was tailor-made for maybe both of you guys to, oh, we catch, you, to catch you up on what yes. in the yeah. induction I ceremonies mean, I are. Listen, I'm not going to lie. A lot of people I said, who is that? Who is that? And they <laughs> seem to be large names in rock and roll. But, <laughs> but you also, I mean, up. if you're going to recognize people, it was going to be during that package. Well, yes, I will yes, say, yes. I finally saw part of the Mike Love yes. induction ceremony Yes, they put some of the Mike Love that, thing that in there where he says, uh, I would invite Mick Jagger up here, but he's always been too chicken shit. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. What is, their, the stage what is the beef with there? the Beach Boys? It was kind of just like a out of nowhere beef where it was like, oh, I guess Mike Love doesn't like Mick Jagger or anybody. Here's what I wrote down. The package is working? Yeah, yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And then I said, does the rock hall matter? Right? A <laughs> lot you, of questions. I wrote marks. down, I'm moved, exclamation mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Because you, you can <laughs> see it means so much to these people. It is. It's so, I'm always moved by the idea of like, the passage of time and uh, <laughs> oh i got a clock for you baby <laughs> but truly the idea of someone being like you know we started out when we were young look at where we are now yeah like that's kind of telescopic view of a whole life you know and a lifetime achievement a lifetime achievement baby mm. yeah i love that shit i like to be stunned by the way time has passed <laughs> what can i say and i'm we- 30 <laughs> <laughs> and we see uh, people being moved that maybe we don't expect them being yes. moved, like Iggy Pop, yeah. welling up. Oh my God! Well, I mean, a man crying always really does it 
for me, but uh, <laughs> some guy with long hair and a craggy face, that mm-hmm. gets me going. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, watch and then, the tears roll down the crags. Oh man, just like a like a river through the <laughs> Grand the ri- a river Canyon. Runs through it, baby. <laughs> um, and then we go to our first inductee, Freddie King, guitar god, inducted by ZZ, ZZ Top. Top. Who, uh, if talk about the passage of time, they do a good <laughs> job of hiding it by covering their face with as many things as possible. Yeah, just as much Hats, beard. bandanas, sunglasses, Glasses. beard. Yeah, you can't really. Shadow. It's possible yourself. ZZ Top died several years ago and just someone else was given the look and carried on. They really coined those beards too because whenever I see him, I don't know anything about rock and roll and when I see a man with a big long beard like that, I always think ZZ Top beard. Mm-hmm. And I also think the second thing I think is it's disgusting. Yes, and <laughs> it, it smells. Yeah, uh, kings of branding, ZZ is Top. That, is that an internet conspiracy theory? That, no, I just... That ZZ Top has been replaced? No, I think because when they pick up their instruments and play exactly the way ZZ Top does, I think everyone's like, okay. Okay, they're them. still ZZ. Yeah, and they induct Freddie King, uh, an artist that neither of you knew, correct? Mm-hmm. No, but boy, I want to tell you, the package worked on that one for me. I was like, mm-hmm. this guy rips. Yes. He is kicking ass and i like it beautiful voice and uh great guitar playing great guitar shreds yeah and then uh then he was given a fitting tribute by four white white guys guys. (laughs) why yeah we had joe bonamassa Derek trucks and the zz top guys like why are there no contemporary blues guys who could have done it you know who they uh, and we'll see in the coming ceremonies is a guy named Gary Clark Jr. shows up for these types of performances, uh, tribute performances a lot. Uh, maybe they only found out about him or he only showed up uh, after this, but he, he has become the go to like uh, non-white guitar uh, dude. For them. Well, I will say that I enjoyed the package. I didn't know who Freddie King was, and I think he's good, and I'm glad he's in the Rock and Watching Roll Hall it of made fame. you be like, oh, I'd like to know more yeah. about mm-hmm. Freddie King. Well, the thing is, though, watching it made me wish I could see him play live. Yeah. It's not like I super want to listen to a bunch of his music. I was like, I would love to watch that man play guitar in he person. looks very compelling. Yeah. Uh, and his daughter gave a very good speech. Very yeah. Very speech. Uh, she said that thing about how um, all... Rock and roll comes from the blues. Yeah, and she said you can't uh, you can't learn the blues. You got to feel the blues. And ain't that the truth? We know know. this. Yeah, Uh. listen to us. We know this. (laughs) Listen, I'm assuming we all grew up middle class. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I thought Uh, that was. I enjoyed his induction aside from the weird racial politics. mm -hmm. But you know what? There'll be more weird racial politics to to come. come. They're also in that. in the package where they're showing you everyone and it is moving, it is also so many problematic figures. Oh, that, yes. Um, oh, yeah. From the, yeah. That time from the is not treated well. They show Jerry Lee Lewis thinking his Jerry Lee Lewis uh, and Michael Jackson, child bride. I mean. Yeah, right. And then Michael Jackson telling us all he'll be there for us no matter what. <laughs> mm-hmm, which was not true. Seemed like Jerk. a threat, too. Uh, and then, <laughs> then we go to the Donovan induction, which John Mellencamp, 
giving the speech, and listen, it. I couldn't tell if he was chewing gum or if he just had the attitude of someone chewing you gum. You are oh, right. He's from Indiana. <laughs> He's always got a little piece of corn husk yeah. stuck yeah. somewhere in his mouth. A little yeah. something in the corner that he can't quite fish out with his tongue. Right. And I, like too, was wondering if he was chewing a gum. A corn chip on his shoulder. He yeah. seems real, like, pissed off. And he's, like, talking about someone he clearly loves. He pulls out an LP, like, his LP of Donovan from 65 that was his and reads from the back of it and like clearly loves Donovan but has to make it about how people ripped him off no how people ripped off Donovan yes not yes how yes people no, that, yeah right yeah how people ripped off Donovan and he like it's just a weird thing when you're celebrating someone to be have so that attitude petty. yeah he's got and he and I say this as a fellow short person he John Mellencamp is not a tall guy and he seems to really embrace that Napoleon complex hey mm. short people got no reason to live oh my god well, <laughs> I as another short person I don't like that song oh the Randy Joe Newman song, that song. <laughs> how well, tall are you Amy? I'm five and a half feet sometimes I round up to five one oh, when okay. I'm feeling I know about rounding up <laughs> I've been oh, there yeah, baby uh and uh, then yeah. Go ahead. Uh, then he comes out, right? And then Donovan. Donovan gives a speech slash poem. Wow. Okay, here's a few things. Here's my thoughts and take on Please. Donovan. And his uh, long poem. Yeah. Well, at one point, Amy goes, who is he quoting? <laughs> <laughs> well, because the way he brings it up is he's like, this reminds me of yes. a poem, but it's clear that like it reminds him of it as i wrote a little something it was like something that seems he thinks has been in the um ether for a long time (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is uh it's just you know i was thinking about the way he was dressed and his hair and everything and he definitely suffers from like that older man rock star thing of like you refuse to update your look this once worked for you and now Uh you're like long hair's gotten weird and full of of that you missed like your long hair's gotten weird and stringy and your dye jobs like an odd yeah uh unnatural black and color he's and big white puffy poet sleeves yeah with yeah and your outfit's weird it. and like your glasses are a little weird and your wrinkly face and you know <laughs> okay. i just feel like if if, a, if somebody got in there did, did a makeover of a more appropriate look yeah he could be helped out for an elderly donovan yeah yeah but they refuse they're like gotta keep this long hair gotta keep dying it dark black mm-hmm. well here's a few things about donovan I, uh, um, <laughs> regale us. Number one, I was like, how how did we as a society just decide that's very chill for a man to get on TV and sing the words hurdy gurdy man like right. That's wild. Well, he all this, I mean, this time in history is a crazy capsule of drugs yes he is he is a great representation of that 60s like whimsical psychedelic uh folksy uh idea and it's it's he he, not just hurdy-gurdy man but there's like a lot of internal rhymes of his song titles there's hurdy-gurdy man there's mellow yellow I mean, it's Jennifer Juniper like there's a lot of that type of like I'm Dr. Seuss uh, yeah, yeah. And here yeah. about spices. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the beginning of uh, freaking mellow yellow. <laughs> I'm just yeah wild I'm about just saffron. Wild about saffron. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is hurdy gurdy man? Does it mean something? 
<laughs> that oh. I'm I mean, not aware of. To say, I, you know, I always took it. I'm, I'm sure there's probably like a dude who fucks is or, or like your drug dealer man. It seems like every song from the '60s, whether it's, it's, it's like, true, whether it's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, my nowhere man, my hurdy yeah. gurdy man. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the for, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that one's really clearly for, about clearly drugs. About, yeah. But I, it seems like a lot of '60s songs, people try to, whether it's true or not, try to make them about drugs. And here's you know. the other thing I wrote about it. This is some moody blues ass shit. The poem in particular, <laughs> that yeah. That poem, I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. He was and reading it so face. dramatically. That's what I mean. I can't. You have got, I Ooh. understand that like rock stars trade in sincerity. They do not trade in irony, but like yeah. they could use a dash of just He's had too many. Pe- he's had too many people around him uh, just saying that his hair genius. looks good, yeah. that he looks good, and that his poetry's good. Right, and you are literally an English teacher. I teach creative writing at USC. I teach fiction and poetry, and uh, yeah, I mean, a poem like that, you'll see a lot of nineteen-year-olds <laughs> read and write that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also the songs that they chose that he performed would not have been. Well, Sunshine, Sunshine Superman. I love that song. Which that, is great. And that's good. But then what did he say? And then, oh, they, then they, did, the witch. they did Season of the Witch. Season uh, of the Witch. Right. But what's that song of his that you like so much? Atlantis. Atlantis. I think Atlantis is a great song. Okay. That's not necessarily like a an up performance, you know? It's just like kind of a slow groove. Uh, but I, yeah, I do like that song. I'm going to look up what they cut because I imagine he sang one more song. Oh. Oh, that's uh, right. They do perform more things. Oh, and, and then, then they don't oh, this was—it's wild that that was edited. Because I was just thinking, like, how long do you think <laughs> yeah, that poem exactly. was? Yeah, right. Amazing. <laughs> uh, no. I guess he also sang uh, "Catch the Wind," which is like not, uh, the one I would definitely Catch cut. Catch If if Feel those are the three. Is that Good the Lord. song, or are you just no, improvising? This is an, that an idea an, of what that no, song is what probably that was, like. Was an impression of my old roommate singing Tom Sawyer uh, <laughs> by Rush Oh, right, on, yeah. Um, Catch the spirit! Band. Catch the wind! Boom, 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 boom. She used to sing it. That was like our house's like rock band performance song, and Amy would crush it. Amy, my roommate, I'm sure you've oh, done well too. I thought you but oh, Amy, my crush the wind. Yeah, so tens across Why the board. Not? Uh, and then we go to Laura oh, Nero. Amy's are good. Yeah, yeah okay, I'm a new fan, back, baby. So right. she was in the 2011 induction, and here she is in 2012. Yeah, Bet does back to back ceremonies. Obama is reelected. I am on the high seas. <laughs> not yet. The, in 2012? Well, not at this point. Oh, what part of 2012 is this? This is March, April. Okay, I am what not were you on, doing the, high on seas, the high seas. And Obama has not been reelected Correct. yet. <laughs> I am currently fretting and hoping that Obama will be reelected yes. and wondering if I should go on the high seas. Um, I worked for Second City uh, on a cruise ship. But yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, right were you a captain? <laughs> <laughs> were you, uh, Are you a pirate? I'm learning all kinds <laughs> no, of things I'm about performing Kristen. sketch comedy for tourists. Listen, that's kind of like. like being a pirate like pirate life for sure for sure uh yeah i was i felt okay about amy seeing this ceremony because i was like i think she will like laura nero i i am now i have a new folk singer which is uh one of the two genres of music i like Mm -hmm. i also like early uh 2000s Mm r&b um so i'm yeah i this has all been worth it here's the thing about laura nero her name doesn't start with a j like many of your famous favorite artists right as we learned jewel joni mitchell ja rule fat joe if fats you know Mm -hmm. joe Joe, fat fat. 
<laughs> Thank you. Yeah, if you. Uh, I was looking through Fat Joe gifs. I always want to say gifs. I don't know. Can I say gifs? Say gifs. I never know how to say it. Listen, and there are a lot of them, and he. Um, he looks cheerful and all. He <laughs> oh, <laughs> looks jovial. Uh, <laughs> not Big Pun because Big Pun is dead. No, may he rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Big Pun. Uh, Bette Midler's speech uh, got at least two people in this room tearing up. Uh, I, she was choking up, and I was choking I was up moved. at her being so moved by Laura Nero. And I, you can't uh, beat oh, Bette Midler in terms of th- uh, theatrical. I wrote Bette is mm-hmm. choked up. So am I. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote, uh, but Midler tears up, and I'm tearing up. Wow, we wrote the same version. Yeah. Of I mean, because it, it was genuinely moving, and you can tell how much she meant to her. And you couldn't really tell if they knew each other, but I assume that they did. It seemed like they yeah. had spent time well, with each other. Well, because she said she did this whole you know vision. She painted a picture of Laura Nero Driving running, down. Down, like riding down, like walking down the street with her long hair and her and long skirts and, yeah. and the fringe on her jacket. And the hoop earrings. And, and she's and... who we would all be if we only had the guts. I love that. And I was like, was oh, written, my yeah. God, I'm going to cry. And saying, like, in a world of people faking it till they making it, that Laura Nero is the real deal. Yeah, she was an original. Oh, my God. Isn't that what all um, great what rock stars all... are selling, too, is I could be them if I was yeah. only the person I wanted to be. Um, also, a thing that I... mean, not me, I but... <laughs> remember... I'm a dog. Woof, <laughs> <laughs> woof. Arf, arf, arf. Um, was Marry Me Bill is such a great song. And mm-hmm. I just really like it. And I'm sad that Sarah Bareilles did not perform it. Marry Me Bill? Yeah. All right. Won't you marry me, I'm going to be listening to a lot of Laura I Nero. I love you so. I always will. That song is so freaking good. They're, her songs are so good. And, like, the structure of her songs are, like, interesting. You know, the yeah. way, it, the, like, the timing. like the, the it's, k- It sounds very similar to Joni Mitchell, how mm-hmm. she, her songs are, like, a story. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then her son comes out and delivers a speech basically in the cadence of common. And I'm <laughs> right about this. Kind of. He had a some songs you hear in your vagina first. Some voices you hear in your vagina first. OK. I'm yeah. sticking to it. Yeah. Stand oh, that by. That was what you said when they started playing her music. You should tell the people they were not here when you said that. Oh, right. I forgot that we haven't been first. recorded all night. <laughs> uh, yeah. When I first heard Laura Nero, I said, I'm hearing it in my vagina first, which is also how I feel about Motown. And um, anything by Ja Rule, Fat Joe, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, And then. (laughs) No, I think you're right, though. I think that you hear her music. I I think anytime uh, music's really good. And I think it's particular to anything that sounds either sexual or bluesy. Mm -hmm. uh, You'll be like, oh, this is music that wants to make me horny. Oh, yeah. God okay. invented music to make people horny. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Uh, and then God invaded, invented music to make people horny. Talk, to, talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. This is me teaching. <laughs> Students. Uh, Sarah Bareilles does the song Stony End, and it's good, and you're like, oh, yeah. I've always been a Sarah Bareilles fan. Hard uh-huh. to say her name, but. Bareilles, I think. Yeah, okay. Bareilles. He just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Yeah, you I had, had a lot of opportunities you said anyway. You were a fan, and then you I said like, it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like hearing your music. I'm not saying her name all the time. What can I say? Uh, and the, it, it was a good perform- good performance. Uh, one song, and you're like, oh, yeah, she's. I guess this is the right what person. What did they cut? I think that was the only song that was played. No, really? From what, from what and I, you thought she's sort of a descendant. 
Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah spiritual that Sarah successor. Morales sounds a lot like the, yeah, and looks like Laura Nero. She was really leaning into it in her look on the um yeah on the stage. And then uh, long wavy and then dark hair. Chuck then came, D. Then came the waterworks from old L- K. Stud over L- here. L. Cool J. Come out to induct the Beastie Boys, and uh, Kristen immediately started started crying. And I liked seeing that from you. Well, because Beastie Boys are like your favorite, right? Yeah, I love the Beastie Boys. And the th- reason I started crying was because they cut to Mike D and Ad Rock off the. St- I'm gonna cry again because they're <laughs> off stage they're and you off and stage someone's missing and someone's missing and I was like. So sad. Yeah. Well, also, Thinking, it's one of those things that you know what's going to happen. Yes. Later. Well, right. like I know. Well, and this is the thing. I didn't know that MCA was still alive when this right. ceremony was happening. And so alive, then Joe goes, I was like, oh, my God. And I'm just so sad that MCA didn't see this. And Joe goes, MCA is still alive. But he's really sick, so he couldn't be at the ceremony. And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I start, I mean, tears start coming out of my face. Uh, and... It was just really. Ju- I'm. <laughs> and the package I'm just sad was good, that, and and the package was good. But they do this all the time in all memories of the BC Boys. Is they spend too much time on licensed to ill. Yeah. Um, as opposed to. What as, are your favorite? As every record. Every after record that. after that. So that was their you first one. Could have done one. everything on Paul's boutique, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been what as the, annoyed. What are the most famous ones that are like most in the? Everything from License to Ill. Their so first License album, to Ill is like, like No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Rap. It's okay. uh, You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party. Uh, okay, that's what I was saying. Uh, Brass over. Monkey. Yeah. Uh, but you like everything that came after No, that. I like License to Ill too, but, th- but they just grew and changed so it's much their after most that album. It's immature yeah, yeah, yeah. album, and they acknowledged that uh, pretty quickly and, and then like, grew so much. And when they started doing, when they would do songs from that album, mm-hmm. they would change all their misogynist lyrics from it and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, they are a true like a group of people who like grew up and matured matured yes Mm -hmm. and like much like happens very often maybe some people like them for the wrong reasons and don't know what they're about you know and they hang on to like yeah you know like brass monkey is about drugging people i mean it's not like you know what i mean like it's a um They've had some pretty problematic stuff, but they owned it. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's how I feel like, about Howard grew. Stern, not to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody net sees Howard how Howard has matured in a, in a similar yes, way. Yes, and not everybody is, listens enough to know that a lot of things are said in irony. And Listen, I can't defend all of the misogynist <laughs> or sexist. You guys get it. Uh, and then we get a pretty uh, bizarre tribute performance well wait we got to talk about their speeches really oh yes quick, yes yes so. their speeches oh, yes. are great okay so here's the thing it's like so incredible <laughs> their speeches are great they read a speech from mca and that's when i actually start crying like mm-hmm. because i will get choked up when i really think about it but another fun fact is that like ad rock who is actually ostensibly my favorite member of the Beastie Boys. Mm -hmm. I just like always had such a huge crush on him because he was like the funniest one of them all. Right. Um, And like, you know, MCA was like the serious artist. He always had like human rights at the forefront. He's the (laughs) one who like is the reason they did the Tibetan Freedom Concert. Like he is like 
and the best MC of them all. He's the best. But MCA, uh, um, Ad-Rock, like, thanks New York City, thanks it for, like, raising him and all of this great stuff. And I just know for a fact he lives in Pasadena right now. Right, and it's yeah. very funny to me mm-hmm. <laughs> that he's out there. Like, you know, four mm-hmm. years later or five years later, you're going to be in Pasadena, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, re- repping hard for yeah. the Seeing Big Apple. The and he's promenade. like, it's a pla- he's like, New York City is the place that raised me. It's the place to raise your kids. It's like the place I'll die. Yeah, and now he's like, I'm going to go to Coldstone. Yeah, for example. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I thought that was funny. Ad-Rock's letter to the fans was moving and beautiful. Uh, I also really liked um, uh, Chuck D and LL. Like, they're... Their induction speech was really nice. Yeah, and, and acknowledging the influence and LL being emotional about like, hey, if without them, I am not here. I am Yes, nobody. I thought that detail was yeah. about them playing his, his like, demo, demo for at Ruben. NYU. Yeah. yeah. And in a dorm room. I love mm-hmm. those ideas of like uh, In a origin. dormitory, yeah. <laughs> which is how LL <laughs> said it. I like those origin stories of like, yeah. because, you know, it's nice. Those are always sweet to hear. It, it is really great. nice. Humble beginnings. And it was basically, it was funny because it was like them giving their Oscar speeches. Like they thanked all the people. Because it, it's like, this is what happens when you induct people when they're still alive. They can kind of give really, like they can thank they all can the people they wanted to thank. Be thorough it's, and think about yeah. Yeah, how they want to approach this. And Mike they're, D looks wild. Uh, do you want any of their kids? Yeah, so Mike D... Uh, it should be oh, acknowledged. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I thought the comparison oh, no. to Odo, <laughs> yes, the uh, it was, a deep, I was that deep. Oh no, yeah. to that's from Deep Space Nine. I was saying oh no to Kristen going to pour the wine, and there was only a tiny dribble. <laughs> no, it's <out>. okay. <laughs> um, he, uh, Mike D, looks like he's either in old age makeup or like he's a shapeshifter from Star Trek Deep, deep Space Nine, <laughs> a la Odo, who can't right. make a real human face. Like, that's very what, men in black also, alien face that he stole from someone else. Here's yeah. also a deep cut for any of my D, DS9 Odo fans out there. Odo could, like, make a realistic... He could transform into a realistic chair. Oh, here we go. Into, like, <laughs> what is like, DS9? Deep Space Nine. Nine. It was, like, the third Star Trek don't even don't worry about TV it. series. Don't, don't even. I am just saying this for the people who care, which is probably four. Yeah. Which if you like, care about... Odo and his what he can shape shift into. I'm just saying, like, let he us could know make on Twitter. A realistic table. He could shape shift into a bunch of other stuff. And you're saying but he could not shape shift. In, he couldn't it, realistically make a human ear for some reason. Oh my! Like he, this I, is it doesn't this make is any sense. Kristen's stand up routine from 1998. <laughs> Y'all know Odo. Y'all no, okay? So Odo can shape shift into anything, either. right? He can shape everyone's booing. Boo. I'm I'm looking at you right now like you've grown a no, horn. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to bring up Odo. I would never have, but you. Brought I brought him up. up. You didn't have to run with it anyway. Right. Uh, Deep Space Nine. Uh, we get a bizarre tribute performance with the okay, Roots. Now which here's what here's where things really. This is when my tears run dry. Could have just been the Roots, and I think that would have probably been a little bit better. Maybe throw LL Cool J and Chuck D in there because they're there and it's it's meaningful. Yeah. Uh, but it's the roots. But instead, we get some 2012 bullshit. We get Travi from Gym Class Heroes. <laughs> Everyone did you knows know that off the top of your head, or did you? No, Google they it? said it in the beginning. Oh, okay. I thought they were Joe like just featuring. Pulled that out. No. Uh, well, I was like, who's Travi? And then, of course, 
Someone who shows up at, it seems like, every single oh induction ceremony is our boy Kid Rock. You think he's campaigning for a spot? Kind of. He, I he was like, hope not. Here's, he won't get in. Here's what I want you to, hey, people said that about Kiss. Here's what I want you to know. It ruined this for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Kid You Rock were so invested. Out. I was crying up until... The moment that Kid Rock walked out on stage. And then I watched this happen. The tears went back up into your eyeball. I crawled right back up. I hate yeah. with my whole heart and soul that he in any way gets to be associated with the fucking Beastie Boys. And you know, that guy. It, oh, I, you know who probably also hates Kid Rock is the Beastie Boys. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I can't imagine that they. It is so they... infuriating. And not just because of all his horrible political bullshit. But because he is a hack piece of shit. Yeah. And he deserves no oh, part of this. You don't think ba with da ba da bang da bang diggy diggy <sighs> is a beautiful lyric? He in no way deserves to even be associated with the Beastie Boys. I'm so yeah. mad. He is like what people who only listen to License to Ill think. Yes. Like, ah, yeah. yes. That's a Ugh. good comparison. There is something funny, though, the idea of C- Kid Rock getting on the microphone and saying seriously a poem that's just ba with da ba da bang da bang <laughs> in the way that Do- Donovan Don- read a yeah, poem. Yeah, when Kid Rock is 75. <laughs> yeah, him being <laughs> ba with da ba. Well, and he's still wearing his exact same look. Yeah, right. Ooh, and aging <laughs> even poorly. And right now he looks 60. Two. <laughs> yeah, he does not look yeah. good. He he's been look out well. in the bed of a truck laying in the hot sun. So we, we had a peak uh, with the Beastie Boys themselves and then kind of a valley with the tribute performance. But we did get to see Mixmaster Mike, who I had forgotten about. That I was just, pretty cool. I got to get back into my boys. I got to go back into the Beastie yeah. catalog and just really get down with it. That's a, that's exciting that somebody you really liked got in yeah mm-hmm. in here. it is in it was one. cool i'm really have you watched was... any others where ones that you were huge fans of got inducted well we've this is only our second one that we've watched okay. together who got and inducted last time that so I liked? maybe darlene love that was really fun that yeah. was nice bat midler and darlene love sang together cool. and that was oh, really that's cool nice. but then there's other Anyone ones that you've loved i love them all <laughs> they're all my <laughs> children loves them all. you can't <laughs> pick a favorite i also want to give a shout out though the best part about there were two really cool parts about the bc boys tribute performance the first is that there was a sousaphone on the stage and that mm-hmm. was just that's nice to see and that's uh, just one of the roots it does that yeah like, if that you ever watch fallon cool. there's always a guy with a sousaphone and then yeah, like quest love doing um a bunch of cool live beats from paul's boutique like mm-hmm. i enjoyed that uh i think that the song selection could have been better all right, right. i want to give a shout out to my friend nicole antonio who has a bunch of green day tattoos and has seen american idiot 75 times <laughs> hey girl hope you're listening <laughs> all right we're gonna jump back into the induction hey. we'll be back after this whole thing is over see you on side b Welcome back. We have finished the induction ceremony from 2012. I was just saying that was my first induction ceremony and could be my last. And I, I was assuring <laughs> her it probably will be. <laughs> Let's I, go with you guys to Cleveland. Yeah. Nope, well, it's we're New York this Brooklyn, time. Baby. Oh, right. <laughs> Come along. It's a much more fun visit than Cleveland, I swear. Yeah. Uh, so as we come back, uh, as we came back from the break, we had a special category. Uh, we had a non-performer, Don Kirshner. Inducted by someone else who was inducted as in the a non-performer. Inducted category. as a songwriter, yeah, uh, Carol King. Carol King, who sounds like 
you guys think Kristen said Edie Falco, and I well, agree. Well, you were just like, she sounds like an actress. I, I jokingly said Edie Falco, uh, but, but I, think I, that, could, it I could. I could think be that was it. it. A, real, a raspy, um, you know, raspy New Italian accent. Distinguished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kirshner had just died at this point, so it kind of feels see. like. Because otherwise, it's like, why him? And then when we see the in memoriam, which comes after that, we see that Don Cornelius also died yeah. and is still not inducted. And he seems like someone who would be more, I don't know. He's a slam dunk for induction. I can't believe he didn't get inducted while he was alive. It's insane that Dick Clark is in and <laughs> freaking Don Kirshner is in and like being remembered for his short-lived television show that exposed people to different acts. And like yeah. Soul Train did more, uh, whatever. Right. Yeah. You you hear me. Yeah, you they... feel me. <laughs> Friends, you know what I'm yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, Kirshner, yeah, he did a lot of stuff. He, he created the monkeys. And, hey, he did and also, that, yeah. listen up. He was one of the main characters in the bio musical <laughs> is, of Carol King's life. I think Beautiful. that might be the thing you bring up the most. <laughs> that is that is the touchstone of many of my bits of knowledge. Uh, I, I'm amazed at how many different categories there are. Yeah. The they don't always utilize them. It would be nice if they utilized them every year because I think there are people worthy of in each I category. I asked how many and Joe said confidently five and then <laughs> later he said I just threw that out. Yeah, it's very true. But it sounded But right. that's about, I mean, like, what is it? It's like there's a regular category. There's the musical excellence. There's non-performer. There is... Uh, what i don't know well here's what i want to say i at one point we were watching someone else give a ton of like a big long speech they were inducting the engineers at one point and i was like yeah. joe are we gonna have to sit through <laughs> the engineers right. speeches this at our the... induction and he assured me i did that there will not be extraneous inductions no there will not at be. the 2019 Th- induction no, no, just the the thing is they're very inconsistent with these other categories. They don't always induct non-performers or use the sp- uh, musical excellence category or whatever. Uh, they should, I think, because there's a lot of people in those categories who should be inducted. But this year they opted for seven regular performer inductees instead of uh, ah, okay, okay, any okay. extraneous Great. ones. This and, is and according they, to Joe. For this you is also guys. according to Joel Parisman, the CEO of the Rock Hall. He's been asked if there were going to be any other categories, and he said no. He no said, singles? Did he say singles? Well, th- there will be singles, uh, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. Singles and then the seven inductees. Uh, when we went into the in memoriam, uh, it, it it did not occur to me until the very end that Etta James had died that year because that last is just such last. a standard yeah, a yeah, in, memoriam in memoriam song. song. Well, and it also happened just right after wedding song and in memoriam song. Right after Carol King said, uh, "Oh no, Carol, uh, um, D- uh, Don Kirshner's wife." got up and accepted the thing on his behalf and she got really emotional about it and she was like, you know, it finally happened for him and I know in heaven it means something to him yes. or whatever. I was like, oh my God, this real." I wrote, it really does mean something to people uh-huh. on there. And she's like, it finally happened and then they started playing at last and I was like, are they going to just sing at last in memoriam of for this For Don Kirshner, yeah. I realized during that in memoriam how excited I get when I just recognize a song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it really makes me <laughs> makes me yelp. Uh, there was also a guy named Pine Top Perkins who passed away, mm-hmm. and I didn't know him, but I love the name. 
It is a good name. It sounds like a, a name that would be in a sketch about the blues. My first yeah. born son will be Pine Top Perkins <laughs> Silverberg. <laughs> it's interesting to watch an in memoriam from eight years ago or, you know, from seven years ago. Just because yeah, usually when you watch an in memoriam, you're like, oh, yeah, they died this year. But then for this, you have to be like, oh, yeah, they died seven like, wow, years yeah, ago. Yeah, they've been dead. They've, yeah. I know. And then you think about where you were in your life. Nope. And then I you choose spiral. not to. <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> no gracias. Like, and then uh, Little Stevie came out. Yes. Little <laughs> Steven from the <laughs> E Street Band came out. And, and Amy. <laughs> Amy laughed, I think, not probably. <laughs> no. That he wears a headscarf no. at all times. Well, because I guess he doesn't in The Sopranos, right? He no. And I've, I've, when he plays with the E Street Band, does he wear it? Yes. I, oh, oh yeah. yes. It's his thing. It's his look. Listen, I got to say, I do. I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan, and I, I like to listen to the music. I haven't watched them a lot. Uh huh. Fair so, enough. You know, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he came out to induct the faces, which feels like a clearly his a pick push. Wow, like, I'd hit. never heard of the faces. I'm not gonna lie. Well, yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons why I think maybe they're not the most worthy of inductees. Yeah, especially if Rod Stewart's not even gonna show up. Yeah, it f- and it feels like maybe they were inducted because people thought Rod Stewart would show up. Yeah, and then it didn't. also feels like they were inducted because Lil Stevie like threatened some people Soprano yeah. style. Made some calls. <laughs> he uh, does calls. give a speech um, like he's threatening someone, like he's still on The Sopranos. Yeah. Sneering. I also didn't know. I thought Scowling. you guys were joking. Scowling. I have not watched The Sopranos. Oh, no. Much oh, it's to great. the chagrin of many men I've yeah. dated. Many men you've uh, dated. I want you to watch The Sopranos. Oh, big time. Baby. He's on the show. Yeah, I didn't you, realize. I thought that was a joke. No, 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 no. He is for real. He's like a supporting character. Does he have character. many, many seasons? Does he have an arc and all that? Or is I think he he's just... in most of it. Yeah. Wow. As, as I, it's been yeah, a while since I, I watched The Sopranos in like, you know, younger than I should have, I think. Uh, I have also not seen The Sopranos, but it's one of those things where I can pretend like I have. I have, easily. but it was a long time ago. Yeah. Also, many, many times they talk, little Steven talks about how these guys were white. <laughs> In his makes speech, a point to he say like really the, you talked know, about how they were had Steve two of Marriott the best and white Rod soul Stewart. singers, yeah, and how he couldn't believe it when he found out Rod Stewart was white. And it's like you guys did not induct the spinners this year. Yeah, that's, I was <laughs> like, this is wild. Yeah, they're like, and literally, like he was like, see, see, look, he's white, and it was basically, I don't know, it felt like it, this weird. Yes, it feels like a uh, like he's white. I told you One we can listen. Guys. To him, huh? yeah, he's one yeah, of our guys. I really did not like that. I mean, that's obviously not the intention, but that's a subtext. Yes, very strange. Um, and then they play. Uh, oh, also, Ronnie Wood was in the sparkly jacket. Sparkly jacket, and he definitely, yeah, he held it together the best out of everybody. I believe that he looks like he could be if he his face was younger, but the way he was dressed and his whole look looks like he could be in current Panic at the Disco. Yeah, right, because <laughs> that like. Uh, Fauxhawk, sp- yeah. Fauxhawk with sport coat over like tank yes. top with necklace, sparkly tank top. It, I mean, sparkly blazer seemed very like um, of the moment in a uh, way that's not tasteful to me. Well, I was really <laughs> thinking that about this, and I kind of brought it up to everybody in the thing while we were watching it. But like, it's just gotta be really weird to have been a rock star. For 40 or 50 yes. years to have been like to be Rod Stewart and to be 
in your 70s? How oh, at least. In yeah. your 70s and being like, no, I don't want to go play rock music for a bunch of people who are going to honor me. Like, you know, or to just like be bored of it all yes. or to like be a but it's just so wild because it's just anathema to the idea of rock and roll mm-hmm. is being old. Yeah. And it, it was striking me so much watching all of this, how none of all of them seem stuck in the moment that they got famous in terms of like style and look. Yes. And, you know, when you think of like models who were like famous in the 70s and 80s, or people like Farrah Fawcett, yeah. they change their hair and everything. They get right. like more with the time. And these dudes just refuse they all got that same look. Yes, yeah, and I th- I think it's because that the, what the public demands from them is to continue to be that. Like if you go see Guns and Roses, you want to see Slash with his top hat. Yeah, you want to see eighties Guns and Roses. Yeah, because yeah. that's what you love. Yeah, that's true. It's you, like you have an in sort of indelible image of them and like an iconic yes view. And yeah, that's what you. It's that they, they're encased in amber. But something about it is you know. strikes me as sad. Was mm-hmm. striking me. Sad oh, for sure. Because some this. bands and artists do evolve, and yeah. it works, and are able to. Yeah. Uh, but the safe uh, move is to just stay that way you were when you became famous and everybody loved you. It also seems something particular to the idea of like we are rock and roll, like we are eighties. Uh-huh. Like rock, as opposed to a band that's not um, categorizing themselves as strictly like in a genre, and they have like the ability to be more fluid in how they yeah. evolve. But I mean, Donovan didn't look any different. I don't think he thought of himself as like as rock, rock and roll. roll yeah. I just think there is like a thing there where is people want to, like, yeah, when hold you get on to their heyday. Yes, you want to. But I also think that it's kind of weird and fucked up that we don't allow people to age mm-hmm. <laughs> in general and that we think that aging is sad and that we think right. it is in some ways like undignified. Or that you can be misguided in thinking like, no, it's the right way to look look my best is to keep looking the way I did when I was young as opposed to like, listen, you're allowed to wear like... You don't have to keep wearing that uncomfortable yeah. fucking you tight. Yeah. Yeah. Tight ass. I did like that one guy in the faces. I don't know who it was, was wearing that sort of like bright patterned kind of old yes. man. Top. Oh, I Ian don't McLaren. know. He that was, either a lesbian or an yeah, old man like, would wear. Really and I really looked it. like a lesbian on vacation. And I dig that. I dig that look. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of things that didn't age well. Billy Joe Armstrong's Facebook friends opener. Hold on. We're, we're not there yet. Yes, we're, we are. No, we're not. Wait, what am we I missing? Uh, well, first, I just want to say quickly, they didn't really touch on it, but like the reason they were the small faces is because all of them were very short. Uh, but then they call themselves the small faces. They were the well, small they, faces at first, the and then uh, when, when, when Steve Marriott and some of those other guys left really and Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood, Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood are not short. You know, so then they had then they turned into the regular faces, just the faces. Uh, also, at, we all screamed when we saw Mick Hucknall uh, singing with the faces <laughs> because he looks like Carrot Top meets Sammy Hagar. Yes, and we were really like, does. what is going on? Uh, and then we learned we did some quick Googling and found out that he was. Uh, with the faces at that time and had been in the band Simply Red in the 80s. Which I never heard of until, yeah, yeah, until you hummed If you don't know me by now. If you don't know me. Which is a big song. 
All right. I they, also, they just when, did a cover of that song. They did not originally uh, right. originate that when song. They just came, a FYI, I realized that that might not be clear. Thank you. Right. Not clear to me. When they came out, uh, one of the dudes was like, hey, better late than never. And that was, uh, I thought, you know, sticking it to him. Mm-hmm. Coming, oh, yeah. coming out express your out displeasure because well, it is in interesting English way if <laughs> he was like you're you're letting me uh i'm being inducted now but not soon enough you know well it's interesting when you have a band that's from the 60s and 70s inducted with the red hot chili peppers yeah. you know it, yeah. it makes you feel especially old uh Okay, then Speaking we. Speaking of things that are old, Billy Joe. Armstrong. We're not there yet. We're not there yet because we, this is this is the year that I've mentioned uh, previously a oh lot. Oh my gosh! It's the I retcon didn't even write year, anything down because it was just hard. Which they don't explain very well yeah. in the broadcast. But what they decided to do, and this is a guess, better late than never, but like so so late, is to take the backing groups who were credited on so many recordings of those early, early rock and roll artists, but weren't inducted for some reason, like the Blue Caps with uh, Gene Vincent and the Comets with Bill Haley and the Midnighters with Hank Ballard and the Miracles with Smokey Robinson, the Famous Flames with James Brown, and finally let them be inducted. And it they it's a montage style when they show it on the broadcast. They were clearly in a line and they were like, passing the mic between these very Listen very up. old MCs surviving do it all the time there's nothing wrong with passing the mic <laughs> okay very in their 80s very like grandpa maybe 90s some of them maybe yes 90s. many, I mean, it would, many it like, hands shaking many the kind voices of like when you quivering. go get your grandpa like a weird sweatshirt from a vacation you've been on and then he just wears it because it's like um, the first thing he can find in his closet. A lot of suits with baseball caps. Yeah, suits with baseball look. caps. It was a strange bunch. And a few uh, strange, weird, touristy sweatshirts. Well, no, yeah. those were not touristy sweatshirts. Those, some of them were wearing sweatshirts with their own band on them. Oh. One of the guys oh, from the Blue right? Caps had I a like sweatshirt that. with... Uh, it was actually, he was wearing a white t-shirt with the Blue Caps picture on it. That's really sweet. Over... A okay, I like that better than a sweatshirt from a cruise. <laughs> it was nice that they finally got to have a moment, but like I got very sad when the one surviving member, the famous Flames. Oh my goodness! Oof, he said, "I'm the only surviving member." It was yeah, and like there, there's so many other ones. You're like, yeah, there's there were clearly more than two miracles, you know. I said uh, it in the first half, and I'll say it again. What the Rock Hall of Fame is about for me is the passage of time <laughs> <laughs> and that boy is there anything more stark than seeing a bunch of Ugh. guys who were in bands in the 50s a visit from the goon squad as jennifer egan calls it it visits yeah. us all wow good Lord. that's a great book so good yeah. won the Pulitzer. yeah hey have you read a new one did. okay we won't no i haven't a, but hey, i do hey, uh, sorry, i do want to talk about literature with you you know what happened after this <laughs> no i don't have a good segue anymore you know it's not a good book facebook <laughs> billy joe armstrong's facebook joke he starts off with a facebook joke and he says he, i'm so glad all my facebook friends could make it which i was like is that was that clever it in was 2012 so, i, I was, don't think it was no. i was so confused by that i thought maybe it was like a band reference i was yeah. like what is no. happening? No, it wasn't. It's it's like you know church pastor humor. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just completely yeah, yeah. Uh, dated and not funny. Are you guys my followers, or did I follow <laughs> yeah, right. you here? Hey, if you guys want to retweet this sermon, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, David. there are plenty of ways to show me you like it. <laughs> right, good lord. 
but yeah, he, uh, Green Day inducts Guns N' Roses. But let's be clear, Billy Joe Armstrong inducts Guns N' Roses. Yeah, during and this Trey speech, Cool and Mike Dern are, are just, just standing by, hanging also, out like Mike goons. Dern Talk about a goon at squad. Several times, just like walks out of the light into the shadows, oh. just kind of wanders. All off. three of them during it are sort of like draped over the podium. Uh, <laughs> they have their. I just it's couldn't. So the way weird. that it was being. And he has a speech. It's, you know, pages and pages, and they're all kind of flying around. I said to Joe, I wouldn't have my notes at a show in Van Nuys so carelessly strewn about. Let alone. And these guys just, they're on TV. All hunched over. It's kind not of TV. It's HBO. Whispering. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Should be public access. The speech is a little rambly, but, you know, he clearly likes them. But they, like, uh, they roast the members of Guns N' Roses it's that aren't so there. It's so weird. Yeah, Especially, yeah. I mean, particularly Axel and Dizzy well, Reed. Well, he mentions him, and then he yells at the audience when they boo. Right. Well, because Axel w- was, so Axel wanted them to not induct him. They were like, he was like... I don't want to show up. I don't want to be a part of this. If you try to induct me when I'm not there, uh, that you cannot do that. Wait, am I wrong? Is Axel Rose wiling out on Twitter anti-Trump right now, though, right? Yes, he is it's like so, he is uncharacteristically woke. That is so crazy. Yeah. That, OK, good. And yeah, he definitely I mean, he wrote some racist ass songs. Oh, in the 80s. my God. Yeah. Like, Axel was on the wrong side of history for a very long time. Yeah. Including with the Rock Hall, dare I say. Yeah, I mean, like, he he was very, very fervently against it, which I think might have something to do with the fact, with why everyone was booing him, was because he was shit-talking the hall and saying, like, you don't induct me against my will. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They Mormoned him. They yeah. did. They went into the temple, and they just, like... They, yeah, they will mention you, whether you want to be mentioned or not, it yeah. seems. Uh, Kristen has a crush on Duff McKagan, the bass player I of. Do. <laughs> I do. I did not. Re- I was like, why wasn't he the lead singer? He is a good-looking man, very tall, very great tall, hair, well-spoken. Like he's got he's got presence. When he came up to yeah. do his speech, I was like, um, who is this? He has like good cheekbones. <laughs> he does. He is yeah. a good-looking man, and I noted it. Okay, and now I'm now I'm on record as saying it. Uh, he's the hottest member of fucking Guns. And roses by a mile. Steven, oh, I don't argue with that. Steven Adler has got drug addict <laughs> mouth, but yes. gives a pretty gives yeah. a pretty sweet speech. Droopy quotes mouth. Yeah. Freddie Mercury at the end, which yes. is well, and he just from memory too. Wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> in, in his for someone like that who brain. probably doesn't have a lot of memories left. Yeah, well, also he is someone who definitely just like kept the same hair he went into rehab with. Yeah. Yes. 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 I know that this happens a lot, but I am always sad, you know, when like two members of a band can't be in the same room together or one member can't be in the same room. Yeah. Boy, what about if they were brothers? Yes. I was going to say, especially when it's a brand with like brothers who are the famous ones that don't. Well, just last year, the Dire Straits brothers, the Knopfler bros. They don't like each other, and they the, couldn't be there. The together. Kinks are also brothers. I mean, they're a lot. The Davieses don't like each other. They used to fight. They got banned from America for fighting on stage. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oasis is like the huge yes, one. Oh yeah, Oasis. That's what they're, I would say. they're almost like modeled after the Kinks yeah. in terms of their uh, fraternal. Just like damn yeah. you. You're bandmates, but you're also brothers, and you cannot even be in a room together. Wow. It's very tragic. Uh, and then I think Axel was so upset about them inducting him that he got the performance to not air now oh, wow 
we've talked about this before and someone emailed us and was like actually there was a they i he's like i remember seeing the perform a listener yeah was Very like cool. i've seen the performance <laughs> i remember when Shout it aired out to any listeners <laughs> <laughs> so what i think happened was so they did perform uh such a funny idea i'm sorry <laughs> So if we have any listeners out there, if we have any, <laughs> if, there, if there's anyone listening, I say to you, hello. These microphones are just plugged into a honey baked ham. <laughs> really uh, so if you're listening to this, <laughs> any of my fans who tuned in, so they they performed a few songs. They performed "Sweet Child of Mine." Who sang? A guy named Miles Kennedy. Did who, Duff take the mic? Oh, oh my, I'm so sorry, Kristen. <laughs> You'll dream about that tonight, and then you can tell us about it later. That's my favorite Guns N' Roses song. I want to say, Sweet Child, Sweet, Child "Sweet Child of Mine." And then they played "Paradise City," and then they played "Mr. Brownstone." Oh, and I, I guess like "Paradise City" too. They it, Miles Kennedy was had was a singer for like Slash's band for a long time. What was Slash's band called? I think it was just like called the Slash Band. <laughs> or like you could just go when you would go see Slash, the Slash obviously experience. Oh, it would, Slash. It would not see. just be him uh playing guitar but with no one singing. There would always be a singer with him. Also But uh, I think Axel was like, No, you can't do this and then sick lawyers after them so that in the re airings, which is I think what we have access to here, it was completely cut out. So the version of this ceremony, even if it once aired on HBO, the version of the ceremony that we watched and a lot of people watched, it just goes straight from the speeches to the next thing. And they even say Let's We're play, let's play uh, and then Slash there's that says gap. let's play. But not before he thanks his wife. Ah, Which I just that was like point. an interesting moment for me to imagine slash having a wife. She stood up. She was waving pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, just imagining us going to bed next to slash. taking your big hat off, <laughs> looking over at your wife, going to sleep in your sunglasses. Obviously, <laughs> it was also funny the way he said it. He was like, I thought I don't want to come here. I don't want to do this. But he fuck didn't it. Do it, and then my wife Axel stuff. But then though. he was like, and yeah. then my wife said, "Do it for the fans." I know it's still mm-hmm. just. Uh, yeah, that was that was. He, I like that Slash listens to his wife. Listen, I like that he listens to her and that he publicly. When I her, hear a man her. listens to his wife, even a little, listens to a woman, sign me up, baby. I like that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> what I'm, <laughs> I like when a man admits to even hearing a woman out, especially a man who like. In one of their most famous videos, like drives off a cliff with a woman in the car and then does a guitar solo <laughs> off the edge of the cliff. <laughs> it's good to know That's that one, one is the most iconic moment. So then we had the uh, musical excellence category. Oh, hey. Okay. What's up? <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I Oh, I have it saved somewhere. We should talk about this at some point. That crazy... Guns N' Roses music video. Have you read that piece that's a breakdown of the like $5 million Guns N' Roses music video? Is it November Rain? No, it is not November Rain. Is I will look it, it okay. up later. Right. We yeah. will discuss it later. Cool. But listeners, don't let me forget about it. Apparently, there are like <laughs> live dolphins in it. It's like oh, this crazy fuck. thing. I think oh, Axl wow. Rose... Uh, it, they spent five million dollars. What year was on that? Five hundred million. The, this was five five million, oh, five not five hundred million. Five oh, million dollars. <laughs> but oh still, still sounds wild. But I buy it. Uh, is it like post oh, slash Guns N' Roses? Yeah, no, no. This is while Guns N' Roses is still together. I'll look like, it up. Okay, interesting. Yeah, something to to uh, put a pin in. Yeah. Uh, so then we go to the musical excellence category, and this year they chose to uh, honor some 
It's weird that this isn't the non-performer category. Anyway, they honor some engineers. They honor Cosmo Matassa, Glenn Johns, Tom Dowd. Uh, Kristen also has a crush on young Glenn Johns. Yes, very, very <laughs> into that. Yeah. Like, I liked when the daughter came out and whose daughter oh, that's, was that? that Tom was Dowd. Dowd. Tom Dowd and, and she, she was, was well endowed. <laughs> Yeah, she had, oh my god listen, wow she had big <laughs> right and she we really all did. liked them all three of us were like a hooga yeah. <laughs> mommy likes daddy likes and for sure and i liked when she was like my dad invented that slide thing that everybody faders slide faders fade, slide fader and i thought that's very cool you know mm-hmm. give credit where credit is due that you didn't know was due hell yes uh, and yeah those are <laughs> as you might say a wooga um but i those, love to see um Big boobs on television. <laughs> wow. You know what? I got a channel for you. It's called uh, Spike. You so, ever heard of? Uh, uh, And then I've we get Inkmaster. we get to the final inductees, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and a pretty great speech from Chris Rock. I want to tell all your listeners that I've only been to maybe eight concerts in my life. In your life? life? Uh-huh. Eight to ten. And Red Hot Chili Peppers is one of them. Saw them at the Hollywood Bowl want to say around 2010 to 2012 yeah, around around this, this era around this era and I loved it I thought it was a great concert I went with three um, friends three female friends we had a great time had Denny's afterwards flea <laughs> I found attractive still find him attractive <laughs> you didn't know which one was flea yeah but when I you pointed when you, him when out, you figured I was out like, which I one was flea. like I like that he's guy. got a little tight bond and I like that mm-hmm. he's got a look for sure um yeah also when I was texting you you had told me that you liked Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes, that so. was in my list of the 10 bands that so, I named. So I was like, okay, Amy will be good for Joni this. Joni Mitchell, Jaw Rule, Fat Joe, you remember. <laughs> you all remember it. Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Jays Peppers. and the Peps and the Dixie Chicks. Uh, but Chris Rock starts off his speech, I think, yes, in a way Chris where Rock. it's like, he's like, oh, I wanted to see Grandmaster Flash. And then I accidentally saw the Peppers. And I was like, hmm, okay. And it's like, this isn't a great speech so far. He's talking <laughs> well, about how also, you... the part that I was really not tracking with was he was like, my friends and I like to do a lot of drugs when we were younger. And so to keep us from doing drugs, we would go to concerts. Right. Well, it reminds me of when I go to an open mic and I'm like, I have a kernel of an idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the same yeah, he needed, to, he needed to work that okay. bit out in the club. Especially estranged, in comparison. Estranged. It was a $4 million video. Ah. I thought we were going to put a pin in this. I know. <laughs> I just needed to look it up so I could make sure I wasn't crazy. Okay, and then okay, get okay. Like Listen, some Chris sort Rock, of... especially in comparison to little Stevie, who was like sucking the face's dicks. And then Chris Rock was like, take him or leave him. I wandered in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I saw them. You know what? But I ended up becoming a fan. he said that they were the best reggae band, the best ska band, the best funk band. Yeah, he <laughs> named a, b- a million genres. He really did. Like, he yeah. was trying yeah. to... Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, he's still... Listen, whatever you want to say, Bette Midler, Chris Rock, I like to see a good performer give a speech. <laughs> yeah, it is right. true. It is nice when someone who can actually speak yeah, yeah, Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who's known Boy, for speaking. I like it when Billy, someone who can speak um, gives a speech. Billy Armstrong, Billy Joe Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, he was draped around you know, looking up at the sky as he was... Yeah, he's flying too close to the sun, and he's also not, you know, a, a, he's fine at speaking for a musician. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, also, I think that the part that was the best part of Chris Rock's speech was when he said you had to be sad to get that happy. Yeah. Like he's like, you know, like they had to have oh. to get to the other side. They had to have been on one side. And I was like, that is. And he said the thing about uh, to have sung about scar tissue. They must really have scar tissue. Yeah. Like right. Too. And like under and the bridge. And then they said and to. Was... Uh, boop, boop. 
Yeah, ning nang nong nong ning nang. He said to have uh, he said to have been to California. You had to sing about California. You really had to have been to California to have ten songs about California. You had to live there for Mm -hmm. a long time. Uh, The the members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers that the Hall chose to induct is controversial because they were a band for a long time in the eighties, kind of before they broke. You know, mm-hmm. Give It Away was like 91. Got it. Uh, and by that time, they had had this, they were on like their third drummer. And they chose to induct their original drummer, which I get inducting a founding member, Jack Irons. But they also inducted a guy named Cliff Martinez, who was who with was them after that. Full Christopher Lloyd from uh, Roger Rabbit. Frame Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we kept, he looked like Dick Tracy. <laughs> he, yeah, both, both Jack Irons and Cliff Martinez look like they're from the Gangster Squad. Oh, I love to see a pinstripe. Judge suit. Doom. <laughs> full Judge Doom. It was very I'm amazed, silly. I'm amazed not only that they, these are all things I didn't know about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that they induct people from like different eras of the band, mm-hmm. if it's a long-term band, and that they let every single member speak. At one point I looked yeah. at Joe and I was like, Oh, more are gonna speak, and he was like, "They all speak," and I was like, Yikes. "Yeah, yeah." Because you were like, "Oh, why is the drummer speaking?" And <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, they're all gonna." That the drummer. I thought the drummer was giving the big the talk, like you know, at well, the Grammys or whatever. When one person talks, yeah. the Oscars, the Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, no, the they all talk. Producer, the one but, who put up the most money gets to talk. But they do cut some of those speeches. They cut the speech of Josh Klinghoffer, who is the current guitar player who joined like a few years before this, which I think is bullshit. They cut his speech? No, I don't think they cut his speech. I think it's bullshit that he was included. Oh. If you're in, wow. if you join the Chili Peppers in like 2010. But then where's the line cuz it's like he's still a part of the band and they're currently being inducted. Right, but you I it has to Listen, Amy, I'm with you. I think induct any person who's ever sneezed <laughs> on a record. But th- there's I think there's room in the hall for all. They don't all have to give speeches, but put them all in there, who cares? You induct Josh Klinghoffer and not Dave Navarro? Induct, induct Navarro. Well, that's hey, the thing. If you're gonna, foremost, I think, but I think I'm with Kristen in that I would go towards inducting everyone who's been a part of it. Then cherry picking people seems very yeah. odd. Who's picking? Who? Why? Why didn't Dave Navarro get? Yeah, inducted? it's yeah. interesting. Like he wasn't with them for very long. But the but the point I'm making is neither was Klinghoffer. And also, if you join the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I looked this up when he joined, I th- honestly think it was 2011, which was a year before this. Can you really say that they're like a vital part of the band? When Let me ask a question. Please. Who was Na- Dave Navarro a part of that you were talking oh, about? Oh, so Dave Navarro is most famously a part of the band Jane's, Jane's Addiction. Addiction. I know that. Yeah. But he was also with He's the He's also Hot- a um, host of Spike TV's Ink Master. <laughs> wow, you really do watch I watch a lot, a lot of reality competitions. Reality. So I can't believe you don't like Drag Race then. I don't you, not like it. I've just never watched it. And I'm going to. You gotta. Klinghoffer joined in 2009. And I, I don't know, you have to, I think, kind of figure out when the band kind of stops being a vital group. Now, I guess you could still say that at from 2009 on, I don't know, it's just, it gets a little dicey for the Peppers because most of their important work is, without a doubt, before then. Uh, I don't know what what were they doing recently. <laughs> I've really been that's, keeping that's up with the them. Thing, I'll be like honest. The la- maybe the last important uh, Chili Peppers album is uh, Stadium Arcadium, which has like Danny California on it and like Snow and uh, Snow. 
uh heyo uh, sing a little uh wait hold on <laughs> i'll sing it hey we got snow <laughs> Uh, that's the one that's like uh I I do not know that. I know that song. When I hear you do that impression, I think I love the red hot chili peppers. That is Teo Cruz dynamite. Thank you. I mean, I cannot believe. One thing I wrote down in my notebook as Joe was doing that during the show was that. Can you stop? Can I just say one thing? Which is I like making that sound with my mouth and <laughs> the guitar sound. Yeah. Guys, we gotta wrap this up. Okay, it's getting true. late. It is getting late. And this episode um, is getting long and we <laughs> Flea's speech is good. It's weird that John Frusciante wasn't there. Uh oh, I do stand by the fact that I think that Flea does look like I'm attracted to Flea. Oh, for sure. Flea is a, a good looking tight man bod. Who I definitely like a, I like looks a like he could small tight bond. <laughs> oh. I just pointed at Joe. She pointed at me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hello. Uh, wow, this really, we've come full circle from the beginning of this episode where we were I calling was Joe telling naked. Joe talking about my nude body. Oh, yeah. I can't and stop talking about Joe's body. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lee, I stand by it. I do think that he could, if someone told me he committed can- cannibalism, I would believe it in a heartbeat. But you would feel that he felt bad but about it. By the end of his speech, I would know that he would never do it. Uh, like he would have had to have been on some serious drugs and mm-hmm. then he'd feel really guilty when he woke up with like flesh in his mouth. He'd be right. like, what have I done? What have I done? Because uh, he had such a it clearly meant so much to him he, watching him give that speech. I truly do think that he would die if he did not play music. And that is I, I mean, he said as much. Mm-hmm. He did. He was like, when yeah. you play, it sets you free. And it's like the it was, both him and Anthony Kiedis had speeches that I found to be moving. Mm-hmm. And they spoke with a lot of like without a lot of rock star um, like affectation. Yeah, no, they had a lot of earnestness. Also, Flea was doing a ton of thinking. We've learned that he knew Slash growing up, which, which was awesome. pretty cool. And he was crying. He thanked his mother, and he was like tears in his eyes. It was very beautiful. And thank George Clinton. And that oh, and like he was oh, just he was so doing sincere. crowd work, which I also yeah. done. <laughs> he was like, yeah, hey everybody over there. <laughs> and then Anthony Kiedis and his emo Hitler looking ass got up on the mic and did a nice speech. Yeah, he's a yeah. wild mustache right now. He is fifty years old at in this, this time. Yeah, speech, at and I time. cannot believe it and i was like w- maybe some of those drugs had preservatives in them though you know yeah <laughs> damn be. he's like uh, he looks great and then yeah. they all took their shirts off yeah. and played they played by the way and give it away and great. all the drummers were playing for give it away which was fun to include everybody yeah uh and then a pretty great jam at the end i genuinely sat up at attention i know joe noted it yes I'm sure he fucking wrote it you down. you said hey that's slash that's neat <laughs> i meant it i was happy especially, especially because you know they're friends knowing that they're friends knowing that slash and flea knew each other that's like so cool so yeah they all play higher ground ronnie wood's there slash is there billy joel has a uh, fucking acoustic guitar so he's just kind of up there for fun yeah he's just he's hamming it the up. george clinton gets it on cool. the mic it was great 
Yeah. I think that, that was a that's a great jam. And I said it and I mean it. Slash should join the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He it should made replace me think this I'd new guy. S- I'd see the Red Hot Chili Peppers again in a heartbeat. <laughs> also, I was a little bit salty. I was like, why are the Red Hot Chili Peppers closing out this ceremony? And then I was like, you know why? People like them. They're they, still yeah. touring. They like being a band. They enjoy playing music and mm-hmm. they're good at it. And yeah, their music is kind of corny, but some of it is fucking. And really of good. all the wild things that happen uh, on these ceremonies, mm-hmm. I think that's the least of them. Yeah. Oh, that's the least I of wish it. wild things would happen. More in the wild ceremony. things. I mean, wild things as in odd choices. Being okay. Made. All mm-hmm. right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, wild as in. But you know, I would say, uh, kind of in conclusion, the 2012 ceremony is a surprisingly like uh, fresh class. You have bands like the Beastie Boys and Guns N' Roses and Red Hot Chili Peppers. And if you look at what they were doing, what the Hall was doing six years later, like last year, 2018, a bunch of bands that were way older. You know, it, you yeah. would think by then, by 2018, we would be like getting into more of the 80s and more of the 90s. We're by the one woman rule. We really just. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, this year we're going to have two, but. It's... Right. I mean, technically there was a woman in the miracles, but do we count that? Uh no. That was part of the weird big retroactive yeah, 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 induction. Yeah, yeah. Like really nice try, Joe. <laughs> I mean, I just want you know I love to be technical. I I know you love to defend the hall. Okay. Defend the hall. Well, I Amy, I want to thank you for putting up with this weird experiment we're doing. I uh, had a great time. This was my first um any conversation I've had about <laughs> about music, <laughs> about the Rock Hall of Fame, and I, you know, music. Do I consider it one of my one of my interests? Sure, I like good music. <laughs> Is it an area of my expertise? I've been to maybe eight concerts. In yeah, my I've life. been to eight concerts. Uh, you know, I've named all the bands I like. <laughs> I could name them on two hands. It's just not one of my areas of expertise. Yeah. No, I'll say but that. you are so much fun to talk to. Yeah, it was great. And I'm I don't open. feel that guilty making you be at my house for four no, and a half hours. No, I love hours. being in your house. I, I love hanging with Joe. I, get up so early. I loved uh, hanging with you too, Kristen. Yeah, this was really fun. I feel like I made a friend. Amy, Hell yeah. you are a, a published writer. I'm in Best American Short Stories this year. Best American Short Stories 2018, edited by Roxanne Ooh, Gay. That's, that's incredible. That's a... Wow. Have you met her? Have you we'll she's talk my, about this off mic. She's my pal. Yeah. She Wait, came to pal? a show really? that she came to a show Amy booked <laughs> that I was on. Shut your mouth. Yes, she's yeah. also doing I'm writing I have a, a one off copy of Hunger. I went and saw her read she's and great. then I got it signed. I'm doing a one off show March twenty first at the Lyric where writers and comedians read love letters mm-hmm. and Roxanne will be there reading a love letter. So that'll be really Shut cool. Um, and I'm on Twitter. I run some shows and I'm on shows, stand up shows. What's your Twitter? Tell handle? Us your Twitter. My Twitter is at Amy Silverberg and I have a website where you can read my fiction. www.amysilverberg.com. Incredible. Can Amy's- you spell Silverberg for us? Silver. S-I-L-V-E-R. Berg, the Jewish, not the German, B-E-R-G, Silverberg. Right. And Amy is just A-M-Y, reg style. A-M-Y, regular, short and sweet. <laughs> Amy's very funny. You should go see her. And yeah, she's a, a very you. gifted writer. And she should I read I appreciate that. I love, I love this Amy. This was so fun. I love Joe. I call him Hot Joe because he's hot and that he's smart. Is, this is too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. 
And uh, Kristen, it was a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, Kristen, this is a dream. You got anything? You Listen wanna... up, you guys know you can find me at KStud across all platforms other than Pokemon Go, and you know that you could check out HelloKristen.com to find out where my shows are going to be. Uh, I, I think I'm going to host Booby Trap on February 13th, which will be neat. I'll be hosting for Scott Neary, who has run the show for almost 200 weeks consecutively. Where oh, is that show? It's in Hollywood. It's at King King, and it is the most fun variety show in Los Angeles. Okay, and cool. I'm really excited to host it. I love uh, doing that show. And so you can see on my other dates as well. I have other shows coming up, too. Check Incredible. I. Uh, you can follow me at Joe K. Joe K. on Twitter. Uh, I am going to be in San Francisco at the time that this episode drops on the 25th and 26th of January. Oh, when is this? Oh, you have the dates that it's dropping. Yes. Oh, I, it's dropping on the 25th. Uh, I'm running my half hour at Cafe du Nord on the 25th. Uh, check it out. You can find it all at jokewasall.com. Also, this is the last episode dropping before I record my half hour for Comedy Central oh. on January oh. 31st. Uh, in New Orleans, if you're there, even if you're not there, come on down. Kristen's doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. We can hang. That's so fun. I'm not gonna be there, but I can't wait to watch it on TV. I've seen Joe do a lot of stand up. He's done my shows. He's so great. I saw him oh, tape his you. half hour. It's a good half hour. Thank I you, bet it's you, gonna you, be thank awesome. You. It's gonna be very exciting. Uh, I think that about does it. You can email us rockhallpod at gmail dot com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, five stars only. Yeah. We've got some new reviews. If we anyone thank you. calls yeah. me a stupid baby, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> I'd be happy. Yeah. I'm a dumb dog. Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> if you're feeling like you need to insult someone, do it to Amy. Uh, Kristen don't do has... it. I'm fragile. I don't want it. <laughs> Not me. No way. Uh, compliments only. At Rock Hall Pod on Twitter. Um, thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusu Kim for the music. Uh, uh, thank, thank you, you to, to Joey Joe's Divine for uh, this. For yeah, being we've been chill recording in the, the house, house, which is wild. So thank you to Chad Briggs. Chad Briggs. Uh, Shout out to Joe James for the Peterson. pizza and the uh, wine. Thank you to Joey Divine, Joey Divine for giving us the equipment that we're recording on. And your technical on. support. Yes, we did call <laughs> wow, him. Wow, this is as many thank yous as people give on the Rock Hall. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is our Oscars, yeah. baby. Uh, thanks again. We will be. Hitting you back next week with 2013. Good God. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Sutter. And who cares about the rock hall? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.